0: What's good everybody? Welcome to Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr.
1: Hey guys, I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley. And we suck like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. I'm
0: sitting up real. Sitting up like a dancer. You like my my roster. Uh Uh-huh. Say a dancer. That can be anything from a ballerina to a woman. Oh, 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 Oh. saying don't call this, Jesus name because this is PG this is PG but you hopefully people don't know what I'm talking about some people don't know because they're holy and righteous but the ones who do know I'm you just don't know what to say you really don't how are you I'm good what you what you blushing for don't
1: I normally sit up like this I don't normally sit oh, up no. like this you be
0: chilling yeah you i be, be like, like this, this. Yeah, you be chill.
1: Yeah, I feel like I gotta sit up because you know Jameson repositioned us, so I feel like. You feel a little. You gotta get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're I gotta right. sit up. You all right?
0: All right, Skittles
1: taste the rainbow. <laughs> Don't encourage him, please. Do not encourage him, <laughs> please. Um. So hey guys, happy day. Uh, we're gonna get started so we can get finished. How about that? Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. Um, get the pen and pad out. To learn all the lessons. I don't know why I said that. That's fine. It's a pen and pad? You could, yeah, you can take some notes today. Uh, um, right. We're not going to be long at all. Y'all, when y'all see this, guess what it's going to be? The day before Father's Day. And so, it is befitting. I ain't got my little cup. I'm you up having? Up a little one? <laughs> Let me cover this because that's not associated. We we not. When that's what my grandkids call it. It don't matter. That's not a uh, a brand that we represent. That, that, that's and not the brand. That's, that's the name of my cup. Copyright infringement or something no, not. that's going on with it, so we can't show that. My grandkids kids call me Bubba. It's okay, but that's not your cup.
0: That's and not Bubba, your brand, is it? I don't think I can. I don't think I can get away from Bubba now. I, I think it's You can't. Why
1: would you want to try? Because well, everybody's supposed to be. It was everybody me. calls you that. It, it was
0: me being in a a place of jealousy because our first grandson called your name mm-hmm. before he called mine.
1: Mm-hmm. What you want me to do? Just uh go mm-hmm. right there and scratch right there. Right, baby. Uh-huh. Baby, right here. Uh-huh. Thought you trying to go in that? the dress, right. Just across the back right there. Uh-huh. Like that? Uh-huh. So, y'all, I read something the other day. I'll be brief. That uh, I was reading some stuff that happens when um, when women deal with. Don't stutter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you stutter. Say what you got to say. With perimenopause, you know, menopause and stuff like that. And it says, um, among the other symptoms that I have shared, I feel like I have shared, just shared a lot with y'all about that. But so this is real. Um, that it uh like excessive itching and stuff like that, it's just a lot of stuff that's dealt with that. But I I need me and my husband have already come into agreement. What have we agreed about when it comes to this baby?
0: That the Lord mm-hmm. will make this cycle short takes this
1: away quickly, right? Yes, now you know, we again, we've heard women and have read about women five and six and ten years and. That's not not my, that's that not is not not our story. That's not that my is portion. not our story. In Jesus' name.
0: I love my wife. In Jesus' name. And I will always have your
1: back. Well, I appreciate it. But this you. has been, how long now? It's, it's, it's been about three for us. But it's, it's alright. We yeah. overcome. We are overcoming. The Lord is say, with I us. I can't do
0: six more years. I just don't want to do six right. more years. Right. The, the Lord is
1: God. with us. Yeah. And so I just need you to... Just, Take me supernaturally through this process, oh God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. We receive it. Accelerate it.
0: it. post pause, minimum pause, whatever it is. In Jesus' name. Whatever it is. Amen. We call it healing right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Line up with the kingdom. I I receive it. Give us the ministry of sex back, Jesus. Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, I felt that.
1: (laughs) In Jesus' name. Keep right on now. You invite him in. He coming in. I want him in. All right. I want him in. All right. Cause I want go in too. am going to Go ahead. We going start go this. Ahead. We gonna start this episode over because obviously something is wrong. Go ahead, y'all. For all things Mobleys, make sure you go to momentswiththemobleys. dot com for all things Mobleys. On all social media platforms, mm-hmm. you can find us at Moments with the Mobley's. Uh, Twitter is the only exception on Twitter you can find us at Mobley Moments okay guys um, I'm, letting I'm, I'm letting Mr. Mobley get away with a lot today y'all oh, because it is, it is in a few days it will be we will be celebrating dads and so that's the second best thing to celebrate because the first best thing to celebrate is mom Jesus hallelujah well after Jesus is moms right, and so we've already done that last month, and so this month uh, we are going to celebrate dads this month, and so I truly feel like uh, you, the importance of a father um, and child relationship is of great importance, um, more so fathers and daughters. Because I'm a dad is important, and my dad father. You're a what? My dad funk. And that's not what I meant to say. I am a... Girl, girl girl's dad. Girl dad. Girl dad. Yes. And so... You got, me, you got me fumbling. No, you got yourself fumbling. You got me fumbling. Oh, all this got you fumbling? Stutter, stutter. You got... Stu- Go ahead stutter. now. i will trying to keep you off your focus. Go ahead. Okay. So, let's get back focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... It don't take you much, though. Th- it doesn't. Therefore... Uh, we're talking about, that's what we're talking about. When I was looking for, uh, of course, something to, you know, be intertwined and correlate with Father's Day, I thought about, of course, the relationship and how important it is to have a dad. Um, not only with sons, of course, but because we that wasn't our portion, we had a bunch of girls. And so I know how important the relationship with was and still is with my husband and his daughters, I wanted to shed some light on that, and then I have a treat for y'all for him at the end that he does not know about. So, what we're gonna, uh, we'll... y'all, pray y'all, for me. Y'all will hear about the treat. Pray for, for y'all me. Y'all won't, y'all won't hear the treat today. It's not, it's, it's them treats we ain't gonna talk about. Grown, grown on the, on the episode. Oh, All I'm saying is
0: the grown folk. Get ready, cause it's grown folk stuff that everybody
1: else ain't gonna do. We're not talking about them treats, on here. So listen, the importance of the father daughter relationship, and of course, I have to go and find some information to give the people. With our information intertwined in between it, Johnny was a father at the the tender age of seventeen. Right, you were seventeen. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah, because I graduated at 17. No, I think you had just, you when Brianna was born, you, was you were 18. You had already turned 18 yeah. in January. Brianna was born in June, yeah. uh, which was a week after I graduated. So I was still 17. I hadn't turned 18 yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so Johnny was a, a dad at the tender age of 18 years old. And of course, y'all all know that story. For she be done telling story. I'm not gonna tell story no, the story of the fact to be that he nice said. And jolly. Absolutely, I'm not gonna tell the story of the fact that he said that she wasn't his child. I was scared. Right? I told you I was you, scared. You are absolutely right, baby. But that journey uh, My for him, did. yeah, he didn't help. He didn't. We love him. No, we love you, Jay. He was looking out for his son, though. I'm his only boy. That journey lasted until he was 21. That was when his last child, we were 21. That was when his last child was born. He was, At that point, he was 20. I was 21. And so she was born in April of that year. So Johnny had already turned 22. So by 22, the the journey of becoming um, a girl dad of six daughters, uh, that was the span of them coming into the world. That was a strong three and a half years of just, it. It, it, I don't know. We had need a hobby. Or we needed a hobby, but you know, we didn't find one until later. After they were oh, all here, when they turned
0: were here, then we yeah we then, found something else. Then, no, there. they
1: was our hobbies then. Um, but I know the significance yeah. of them being in him being in their life, even though he was a child, basically himself learning and growing um, as well as I was. But you know, as far as a dad, he was. Learning, he was growing, he was maturing. He, it was trial and error for him, uh, just as it was for me. It was him trying to figure out who he was in the midst of raising daughters. It was him not always knowing the answer, but to make sure that he was there, even though there were a couple times, um, you know, that he did leave. It wasn't for long, it may have been for a night or so, but. It wasn't long, and the one thing that uh, that I very very um, clearly remember is the when the girls ministered at our old church when they were younger, they did a they did a um, a piece uh, they ministered a piece called it's off of Bishop T D Jake's um, album. It was off of Bishop Jake's. Uh, I can't remember the name of the album, but it was. Um, was it Cheryl Pepsi White Riley who sang it, and somebody else? And it was talking about "Thank You for Staying." You remember yeah. that when they ministered that song at our old church, and that for me is a very vivid, like memory. I don't remember that. It's very clear in my mind because we had two services that Sunday. We well they still I don't know if they do now, um, but they had would have a nine o'clock and eleven o'clock service and they ministered the song for the nine o'clock service and I know at that service you sat on the front row, and they ministered the song and it was it was really really good, excuse me and they were everybody was touched by the song because of the words of the song is very powerful. Uh, it, I'll look this song up before we leave, but it says, I want to thank you. Basically want to thank you for staying and not leaving. Um, and so it was, I really like that song, but it's off of Bishop, one of Bishop Jake's, uh, CD, CDs. And the, the, was so, what was so powerful is that when they minute before they ministered at the 11 o'clock service, uh, our first lady then, Asked Johnny to once the song ended, for him to go up there and because it, who, the only people that ministered was our daughters. Yeah. Was a couple. It was actually maybe two of the girls, two or three of the girls, and so she asked Johnny to at when the, as the song came to an end for him to actually walk up there and embrace them, and that was absolutely beautiful because they were in tears and you were in tears as well. I think the whole room was, you know, everybody in the room was kind of eyes were filled with with water that day. But that song is a beautiful song. And it, it speaks volumes for, I think, a lot of the things that you experienced with being such a young dad, such a young father to them, and not necessarily knowing, making all the right choices, but you were there. You stayed. And so even I've said that to you, you know, thank you for staying. We went through stuff as all couples do, you know, but the one thing that I can always say that I remember as you being a father, you always, if you didn't know, you tried to find out for them. Yeah. That's the one thing that you always did. And that's the one thing that I I think is at the forefront of all of their minds. Our daddy was going to tell us from the from the beginning to the end, the in between, the 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 pros, the cons, whatever questions they had, he was gonna give them the breakdown, the statistics, and everything else in between. Uh, and so that's what they laugh about now, because they'd be like, "We used to, we just wanted to go to a party, and he would tell us." <laughs> Cause my goal was always the talking. crime rate in that area. Yeah. The, <laughs> all plan. kind of stuff.
0: My goal was to teach them how to make good choices. Yeah. So unless you have all the information, you can't, enough information, let me say that, you can't make good choices. Right. That was how I used to, in my mind, set them up to be able to make great choices. Now, at some points in time, they wouldn't make the choices that I wanted them to make, and then I had to make some of the choices for them. But for the most part, once I... Took them through class on what they wanted to go and in the area and all that stuff. They just didn't want to go no more.
1: Right, and that 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 was fine with me. I think that was his end goal anyway, y'all. But yeah, at any rate, that's who has he has become to that. That's one of his strong points, and that's a point that they will always point out. Yeah, when they talk about them growing up in teenage years and all those things. So the one thing that I wanted to find, uh, or I was when I was reading to get statistics and different things like that because we always can give you all our perspective our testimony, our story I want to give you all some information on it as well um, that a positive father-daughter relationship um, which I already knew it can have a a very it can have a positive impact in a young girl's life uh, a a huge impact it can be positive or it can be negative she can see what, what there is to see in a, a positive a positive a father who's in the home who's positive or a father who's in the home that's not so positive. Uh, I bless the Lord that our girls got a positive daddy that was that was there and like I said, even though when he didn't know what the right answer would be, you know he would find it to make sure that he gave them the best possible. Uh, scenarios, uh, information, or lead them to where they could get the information. Uh, so I found a um, on SheKnows.com. It's talking about the importance of the father-daughter relationship Who and is just a few pointers about it.
0: Who is she Say again?
1: That's the name of the of the magazine. It's it's a of the a, site. It's a lady. It's all it says is She Knows. Now nah. you she know knows. what. She you want to know, wanna know oh, about like
0: like S-H-E.
1: mm-hmm. K-N-O-W? Mm-hmm. yeah oh, I thought it's you a website it that, you know, it's a website that talks about um you know um from a mom's perspective and they add give news and information okay. normally to they support women and stuff like that All right. and so the actual article is talking about the importance of a father-daughter relationship okay. and so the 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 one thing that it did say that really like barked to me is because I've seen it happen in our home it a did? father's it, it barked at me <laughs> <It> jumped out <laughs> yeah a father like uh, <laughs> which one it was it was a belt dog or the- Rolf. well you know I'm a sexy person Rolf. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one. Okay. second one, uh, a father's influence in his daughter's life shapes her self esteem, self image, confidence, and opinions of men. You, I'm sure you all have all often heard that you know that first relationship, that first love for for a girl is her daddy, and so it says how your how the dad approaches life will serve as an example for his daughter to build off of in her own life, yeah. um, and the importance of. Of that, What matters in a father-daughter relationship is the dad seeks to live a life of integrity and honesty, avoiding hypocrisy and admitting his own shortcomings so that she has a realistic and a positive example of how to deal with the world. And so I can honestly say that that's what you gave them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what we gave them, but more so because we are talking about fathers, you didn't try to hide your flaws from them
0: you didn't need to i'm I'm not perfect yeah so i mean i think that the the entire lesson in life anyway is not what you do good it's what how you respond to the bad and the negative stuff so that what that is where the integrity and the character of who you are really shines um Making good decisions and making good choices and being around good people and all that stuff isn't always a a realistic thing because in 2023 you don't know who you around and what they back the backlog is of their life so people can very very much so put on layers and show themselves as something that they're really not all the way through so you know. And that was important for both of us yeah. to teach our girls that we wasn't, you know, we wasn't perfect. We we did make mistakes. Um, even with the raising them, you know, sometimes in the discipline, you know, it, 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 I mean, it wasn't fair sometimes. It was just a lot that was there. But just like they were learning, they were trying to search for their identity and their purpose, we were trying to do the exact same thing as individuals as well as parents because that's a whole nother lane to be mm-hmm. a parent to growing kids evolving kids so um, and that's the part a lot of people don't ever talk about you you want to be a parent to a child but you have to parent different throughout the years as they evolve mm-hmm. and that was something that um we kind of did on a job Learn. On the job, learning, on the job, training. Yeah, because we, it was, it was tough. And I, Deidre graduated
1: a lot quicker than I did. Well, I'm glad that you, because you led us into the next part. Okay. So let's break it down because they breaks it down into the different stages. So the first stage, of course, is from infant to toddler. Yeah. Okay. And you always sometimes break it down into these and how much, you know, uh, leadership is needed and how much. They really do depend on you, and yeah. then you know the percentage varies as they get older. Or, but this this actually breaks it down into the different stages. So, infant to toddler, um, what they're saying the the and I'll paraphrase from the article, but it say of course from day one, dad is important as well as mom. But dad is important in helping mom changing the pampers, yeah. uh, the diapers, uh, giving the baths, feeding the child, being hands on, uh, putting the baby to sleep. And all these things calming the baby when they cry, uh, it says that presence and effort is the beginning of a very important relationship because not only are this were they seeing me, but they were seeing you also. Yeah. Doing the very same thing with the twins, I know we make y'all laugh all the time because we tell it that he had his baby in in one crib on one side of the room, and I had mine in the other crib on the other side of the room. And you know there were times when Daddy would. Go back to sleep without getting up to get his twins bottle. But you know, I just oh, lovingly nobody. nudged him to baby, your twin is crying and oh. you didn't. You gave my child you let my child get gas because you gave her that empty bottle. We're mean, not she gonna talk there. It, no, she didn't. You never put any more milk in there. See you? Did you? Um, you see?
0: You ain't see me get up.
1: I did. We're not gonna fight about it because it, it, the truth will set you free. Um, so, so again, quality time starts even at this early age from the toddler, from the infant to the toddler stage. Yeah, A lot of people may not think so. The baby don't know it. You know, you can know it starts here. And so it says dad needs time, needs to spend time with the infant daughter, taking care of the physical needs, supporting the mom. That's why now they're doing, I truly firmly believe, why they're doing skin to skin, not only with mama but with daddy as well, because yeah. and that's a that's a beautiful thing. Um, it's essential that even in this stage, once the infant goes into the toddler stage and started to uh, crawl, before they're walking and moving around even more, that you know you were the dad that got down on the floor and played with them, yep. got down on their level and played with them, you know, tickled them and did whatever you you know they. Uh, Wanted to do, pretty much. And so that part was uh, very essential to just establishing that relationship. The same thing that he now does that you now do with your grandbabies. The exact same things. And so that puts him in, you know, in a different place. But you, that's the, the, I know a great joy, especially at this time in your life, to be able to um, play with them, and and he does it. He'll get down on the floor and still play and do whatever. You know, with the older ones, he'll get on the game and still play and let them win. On the good days, he let them win. On the other days, he'll beat the bricks off of them and then bother them that he beat them. And so that's a whole another thing. But um, the the second stage that we'll go to is from tween to teen. And so, imagine five girls in the house. Um, Kira would be six when she would visit, but five girls consistently, consistently in the house, tween teenagers, all of them
0: uh, that, that was together. Hard. That that was hard for me <laughs> because Deidre, and I, I don't know if it was because. So I'm gonna say this I believe because you're a, a, a female um excuse me you kind of understood well the way you vision them was as females as well as your daughter. I visioned them as my babies and I needed to protect them
1: mm-hmm. so that's
0: where I kind of that's where I kind of parented from then and of course. Being the parent that I was at that, that time and them trying to figure out who they are and wanting to try stuff and be exposed to stuff and having them daggone conversations about, well, daddy, this ain't when, you know, it happened like that with you, but that don't mean it's going to happen like that with us. And I get the statistics you looking up, but why, what would that say? That's me. That's not us. What if we do it and it don't work out like that? And I think I, I Deidre used to always tell me, "Well, you created this because you, they done listen to you get them statistics your entire life, and now what's wrong?" It's pointing a little towards. You, make sure you go. Oh, hmm They they don't um, they don't watch you do statistics and do stuff the entire life. So now that's their frame of mind when they come and talk to me. So before I they come and ask me something, now you know when they was teenagers they come with a whole list of stuff. Daddy, we want to go to such-and-such-and-such. We know this area has such-and-such-and-such in crime, um, you know, break-ins, such-and-such-and-such percentage of killings, um, da-da-da-da-da. It's not going to be a house party. It's going to be this kind of party. It's going to be in this type of area, this, that, and the other. So they learned very quickly, and they did that. And I still want to say no, but, I mean... They used to pick and choose where they wanted to go at, and then they always went together. So that was that was a plus. That was a plus. And And on the times when you were being
1: a little, you know, a little hard, I would nudge and say, you know, just release a little bit. But you, you did the leeway into the tween and teen, um, and because this is this is the this is the whole. um, these are the years where, they, you know, they're hormonal and going through those stages of, you know, getting the, you know, administration and all these things are going on. But that's the period. And I don't without you even knowing it, I believe you did it because this these are the years, again, when they say, you know, they're sometimes moody. Um, Dad can feels dad can feel like. Some dads can feel like, oh, I got to be standoffish because now they have their periods now, and nah. you know now they you know are going through stuff and the change and they're moody and all these things that come along with it. But the, it's actually saying this should be the time when the relationship is tr- the is the trust in the relationship is being cultivated even the more. Yeah. And I feel like that is that's exactly what happened in our house. Um, the 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 trusting relationship. Needs to be cultivated so that the daughters feel secure. Talking about them about what's going on in their lives, which is sometimes it was more than what you wanted to know. It was. Um, it says dad should have, um, when necessary, dad should apologize and ask for forgiveness, as this shows respect and love to daughters and heals the hurt that are inevitable in daily life together. Um, as a girl continues to grow, especially during these teen to tween year, these tween to teen years. Dad should continue building and tr- work on that trusting in the relationship. Give affection. Give support. Give affirmations. And as I was reading this, I was able to smile because these are all the things that you did. Gave support. Give gave you know them you know the aff- words of affirmations. Well, you did that before the tween to teen years. Yeah, that's been happening. And so um, it says support your daughter, especially guys as she learns more about who she is and what type of per- person she wants to become. Uh, it's imperative that no matter what, dads avoid the temptation to pull back because of any attitudes the daughter may have or anything like that. I know one thing that I assured the girls of or encouraged them, listen, I know with y'all, it's five plus me, is there's six females in the home. When that time of the month happens for you, which I'm sure all of you know this. Well, the men may not, but I know the women do. When you're in a house of women, at some point, all your cycles become synced, which means literally all of y'all probably having your cycle at the same time. Bless yep. the whole Lord. I experienced that. Yeah, and so what I used, to, what I told them from the beginning, as your mother, I love you. I know what you feel like when it comes on. You feel crappy. You got cramps. You got this. You got that going on. Headaches. This, that. Body aches. Whatever. Let me help you. If you don't feel like being bothered, we nine times out of ten, we probably don't feel like being bothered. So guess what? Go in your room. You have a room. Go in it and close the door and get your life together. Okay? And so believe it or not, that's what they used to do. That started real very early. That was a way for everybody to, to still be tolerant of everybody else and call it, you know, just call it what it was. Yeah. So daddy didn't back off. I just created that whole scenario for them or that whole system for them to just, hey, I need to be, by my, I need to be away from y'all because is what I'm going through and I'm not feeling my best. And so that actually, <laughs> that actually helped. It said during this, this time, um... It says direct involvement and encouragement by dad will help the daughters help diminish a girl's insecurity and increase her confidence in her own abilities. The one thing that I can honestly say, you know, even I think periods of time where Johnny may have been, you know, questioning or still trying to figure out where he was going or who he was or wasn't maybe sure about some areas in his life. The one thing that you gave them always was. Um, you know, you are beautiful, you are who God called you to be, you are, you can do anything you put your mind to, there's nothing that's off limits, you can do it, it was always that from you, ne- never, you know what I'm saying, it was never, even if you didn't feel that way about yourself, you never gave that to them, there was never uh the feeding of negativity towards them, it was always... Um, know who you are, value yourself, re- respect yourself, love yourself. You are beautiful. I do love you. And not only did you say that to them, but you you acted it out. Yeah. In every day.
0: Yeah. So I remember giving them the definition of a lady. And that's what I always used to tell them that, like, when you leave this house, you represent the Mobley family our family and you should always conduct yourself as a lady so I put that in them at a very very early age mm-hmm. um, so they used to know the definition of it they used to move in that um, I don't know if they still know it or not but that's definitely something that I taught them um, yeah I, I went to the store I bought tapons Maxi pads, pads. Whatever.
1: Ibuprofen. Whatever I need. Silent Dog.
0: <laughs> tea. Want, they my children. Whatever. So I yeah. wanted to help out as much as I can. Yeah. But I remember, you know, some of my male friends at the time, they would say, you got all them girls and you the one going to get it. And I used to say, I have nothing but daughters. So this is a part of their life. Why wouldn't I take part in that? Mm-hmm. It's... it's, it's I mean, I don't have no sons. I have nothing but daughters. I'm going to take part in this. This is a part of their life. And if I need to be a support in this, where I go to the store and pick it up, then that's what's going to happen. But that's how I've always felt. That wasn't something that was taught to me. That's just the way I've always felt. This is what God gave me. I have daughters, and I'm going to be a part of their life. And no, I I can't take the pain away. I can't make it stop. I can't do none of that. But daddy can't go. Get you some daggone pads while you soaking the tub. Got gotcha. you. When you come back, I put the pads on everything where you need them to go at, and then we keep it pushing. Yeah. But that's that's definitely something that I did, and you know I did my best to just be a part of their life in different areas. Yeah. Um, being a a dad, a girl dad is is it was it was an honor i say it's an honor more now than it was then. Um, because I felt some kind of way because I wanted sons. So, um, but now where I am and what I see my daughters doing and what they've accomplished. Very, very proud and honored to be a girl dad. I definitely is. Um, I always say I, I didn't have a male Male son, but I definitely have daughters who take on a lot of what my characteristics are, and they a lot way different. So when I see that, that makes me proud. So you don't have to have. I know everybody. All, all men always say, "Well, you you know you have a man to carry on the Mobley name." Well, because they last name changed and they creating their own legacy now with their husband. That doesn't mean the time that there was a Mobley, or uh, Smith, or uh, Johnson, that that legacy is not valid. The legacy is valid based on their, their time, what they did, and then decisions that they made to move forward. So I take that, and then the new legacy that they build with their family, with their new husband, then I take that, and then they can stand on the Mobley legacy and then build from there. So it's almost like a a god Then the tree trunk of the moldies And then the branches go out of the different ones So I take pride in that It's not You know cause I I ain't gonna say nothing bad I could have had a son and he could have been Just a butthead I ain't got that though I I had a lot of stuff I was about to say I don't need to say that But I ain't got that though I got a bunch of beautiful girls And they handle their business and they smart and they independent. They know when to be dependent. They know when to um, be submissive. They know all those things because their mom taught them. And then I had to tell a couple of them to back down a little bit because
1: it was real strong. Yeah, it was. It was real. Those, those the, the daddy tendencies, Ooh, all that, that hyping up strong. and that confidence and all that stuff. But you, you ain't gonna do
0: it. You ain't gonna do this. You ain't gonna do it. Well, what I need you for? No, no, you can't, you can't do that. Don't say that to him. <laughs> Don't say that to him. Just calm down. He gotta find his way. But Daddy, you ain't do it. Don't say that either. Don't bring me up and nothing. Just, right. Just, Allow y'all to move forward. If y'all need some questions, we can give you some insight. But do not, yeah, do not say, yeah. daddy did this. This is what you need. You build to them strong, boy. yeah. They they real you strong. Build them strong,
1: they real strong. Mm-hmm. So I had to, you know, don't don't call them. But in, in that, that took time to do, and that that lets me know that lets everybody know because our fruit, yeah, they're good fruit. And so the what you poured into them, what we poured into them, you took the time, you know, to listen to their thoughts, to listen to their dreams, to be interested in what they were interested in, even if it was for a week, yeah. <laughs> um, whether it became hobbies or you know whatever interest they were interested in, you know, he was he was all aboard. I was the driver, but Daddy was all aboard. Yeah, <laughs> Daddy was all the way for it, and so. You know, through those times, it was whatever they wanted to do. And because it was a lot of them, it could be, you know, from one, you know, playing volleyball and then basketball and uh, dance line and flag team. And it was a, it was a lot going on, y'all. I mean, and so. Tease me. Um, right, that
0: one year playing basketball. Right.
1: But but, you know, he was there. You were there. I and was. you supported and encouraged and all those things. And she went from basketball to the flag team and then I was there. Exactly. Uh, Although, I, I was a little saddened that none of them, you know, chose the to pick up a clarinet like their mother did. Um, Cause clarinet's whack. <laughs> music teacher, you ain't got nothing to say about that? I don't know what I said. You ain't got nothing to say he about that, music all teachers? Whatever, he should have co signed with me when I said that they, they didn't pick up a clarinet. He's a music um, he's a
0: music um
1: artist. I don't care nothing about that. I said he should have looked up when I said nobody picked up a clarinet. Because like a clarinet mom. is whack. Anyway, the the things that the the different things that they learned came from um, you know, a lot of the influence from their dad, a lot of the ways that they saw that their dad treat me. Um, And that's what they looked for, you know, even in in when they did meet their, you know, husbands or fiancés and stuff like that. That was that was, you know, a direct decision based on what they saw when they were growing up. It says the type of men that women date and have long term relationships with are also directly related to the kind of relationship a girl has with her father. And
0: that 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 go ahead.
1: No, it just says, the hope is that the father figure in a girl's life will aim to skew that young lady's opinion of men in a positive way. Most definitely, that's what you did. Most definitely, that's what you did. It says, of course, first and foremost, treat your daughters with love and respect. And they got it all. Love, respect, uh, you know, was spoiled, even though it was a lot of them. A lot of that came from me as well. But that's what they got. Yeah. from you. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, I feel like nobody you know was lacking to say, "Well, daddy treated you better than he treated me." Or whatever. You offered it all. You gave yeah. everything that you had, you you poured into them and you gave it to them. Yeah. And so that has carried on into the relationships that have been cultivated with you until this day. Yeah. It 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 most definitely is. And so that's the one thing that, you know, makes me smile. It says, you know, whether or not you you are well, you are still married. He is still married to their mother. I'm the mother. Um You the what? I'm the mother. Uh you know, he You my he, baby daddy. You you have seen they have seen You're my baby you, mama. You exactly. You are, you are yeah i I'm their mama, their mother, your baby, your baby. all your baby's mother except for one. Yeah. Um and you know, wifey and all that, but... Excuse me. You cultivated in them what they saw with the way that you treated me, with the way they saw that you treated that trickled down to how you handled them. They saw the way that you were with your sisters. They saw the way that you were with your mother. You know, they saw all those examples of how a lady, how a woman should be treated. And so... That's what gave them, you know, shaped them into who they are. Yeah. And so, you know, they, we talk about you bad, but you know, That's fine. you you know, when they talk about me, when they when we have conversations about their husbands or fiancés and stuff like that, I often, you know, if they go into a riff or just whatever it is they're talking about, you know, and I always have to remind them, remember, y'all daddy, y'all daddy wasn't who y'all daddy is now. That's something that I really have to remind them yeah. because they think they daddy, baby, that this daddy right here.
0: This Johnny right here is
1: is 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 this something right else, here. tight something else. And that so they thinking, in the back in the day, I he say, was yo, trifling your daddy. He was trifling. I'm telling you, your daddy. No, you weren't. Don't say that. I was trifling. Yo, 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 you were. You did what you knew knew how to do, Johnny. Where you were, and you were immature in some areas, and you had to grow up, and you had to learn, and you had to, when you knew better, you did better. Yeah. Sometimes you bump your head for a while, but you you were determined to be better, and And so they understand that, but sometimes I have to remind them, you know, that because they see who you are now and what you carry now, I have to remind them that we met at 14, Yeah. And I have to remind them that the fourteen year old Johnny is not the fifty one year old Johnny yeah and so extend grace in their relationships and uh, talk to their mate and all the things that we may have had issues with figuring it out. that's what I offer them. you know, talk to him, tell him how you feel. listen to how he feels. y'all figure things out y- y- y'all gonna be together and divorce ain't on the table. figure it out. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: figure it out the one thing the one thing that I said um, and I put this in my book The GPS of a Man's Journey that uh, uh, the, the 90% of being a father being a dad being a husband it's just staying the 10% is the, the figuring it out and then it never the 10% is figuring it out but then by the time you get to like figuring out 10 8% of the 10% then the percentage the 10% change again so you gotta evolve And you gotta try to figure it out again But It's all a, It's all Put in You staying You staying Being teachable Even with your children And your And your wife You You be teachable And the one thing That I really 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 wish That my daughter Takira That she would've Really came And tried to live In our home And um, Kind of Cultivate some of the stuff that the girls got she she didn't she came and then she would want to leave um, And go back home because she was able to do stuff at her house that you know, we had boundaries at our house so of course She's used to doing what she was doing and she would rather do that. So um, It was it was definitely two different two different cultures Um but I really wish that she would have gave, you know, gave our household a chance. I think probably after about three months she would have been acclimated and then she would have been good. And I wasn't trying to, you know, take her from my mom or nothing like that. Um, mom was a good mom. I just felt like she needed both household cultures. She lived. There and then, she got a chance. If she would have got a chance to live with us, so, um, but the my girls that stayed with us, my daughters that that lived with us, um, it's definitely you could definitely see the the manifestation of the food of who they are. Um, great listeners, they they held on the stuff, and they pretty much kind of raised I, I always say you know our girls turned out the way they did because it was because of our yes to God Um, so because of our yes to God we had no idea what we were saying yes to but we just knew saying yes to God would be better than trying to figure it out ourselves so our yes to God helped shield our girls from a lot of stuff um, they understood The difference between a family, a home, um, you know, the the difference between a home and a house and it's just a lot of stuff that they they cultivated and received from us. Some things verbal, some things just being around us Um, and I can tell them now that we learn a lot from them as well as they grew up, you know, them create understanding and going after who their identity was. Allowing them to do the purpose. And see, this is the great thing about me and my wife as a team when it came to them. Because I, I do not, I can honestly say, I do not feel like if I was a single dad that they would have turned out how they are now. I'm, I'm a lot stricter, structured. Um, I put one through ten in. This is what we're doing. I got the pre-planned the, the three days, four days. <coughs> My wife, not so much. So the, the mixture was perfect because what I put structured in place was just enough. And then what Deidre did by the fly tonight, um, whatever it was, this is what we're doing. What y'all feel like? What y'all this? And that, that worked out. Um, I, we told the story before when they had, you know, they were in band and dance and doing all these things after school. You know, Deidre would go out and she would make sure she sat from the, the first person who got out of service. Not service, Jesus. First person who got out of... Um, we going to go to church right after The this. first person who got out of um, practice, she would be there. And Deidre would be there with them. And it might be a two, three-hour window before the last girl got out of practice. So she would be there the entire time. And I always said, I, I wouldn't have did it like that. Especially at that time. Um now I get it. I get it because that was a lot of time in between for them to get in to something they didn't need to get in for some choices to be made that was not too good. So a lot of things could have happened. So mom being in the gap right there that that helped out a lot and then I had to allow that stuff to happen. At that time, I didn't agree with it. I thought it was a waste of gas, and it was a waste of her time, and she wasn't being productive. And But now, you know, years later, I was like, I thank God that she did it the way she did it because it could have been, could have had a grandkids real early. real, real early. It would have been 19 instead of 9. You're welcome. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. So I said all that to say we make a good team. Um, a mother and a father is needed in a child's life, and that's a girl or a boy. I think I, I do believe that both both of us play a huge important part in it. I do believe that men being in their children's lives create a a, a safety net, a um, a stability um a nurture they get to see both sides of it especially if the mom and the dad share in the nurturing part and that's the part that I, I teach men because we feel like we need to be this uh, we need to be secure make sure they're um safe make sure they put them food food on the table, clothes on their back, A house, you know, make sure they got cars, make sure they ain't in no, you know, they got air conditioning, heat, all this stuff. And then that is the totality of what you think you need, that they, that what you're giving them that they need. And it's not. Men also can be loving and nurturing to their children and spend time and communicate and listen to them and do all the same things that the moms do. I think that's in, that's important, and mm-hmm. if nothing else taught me that is having my girls. I I when I had to sit down and talk and listen, and I had to listen, and they had valid <laughs> points, and they had they had stuff that was real to them at that moment in their heart, and I couldn't crush it, or I couldn't just say just do what I say and don't ask me no question. I couldn't do that. I think I did that sometimes, but it wasn't all the time. But at the end of the day. I was a part. You were receptive,
1: though. If I said yeah, that, I think I, they, you know it's I, was a part,
0: I was a part of helping them decide on how they saw life, and a part of helping them see their perspectives, and you know, being exposed to other things that they were trying to grasp in their mind of what they believed and how they believe certain things should go and certain ways that should go. So I think I was a big part of that. Um as well as my wife. I'm not going to never not give her. Well, we talking a about team. fathers and daughters. But we talk Absolutely. about fathers. So fathers yeah. they do have and it's not the it's not that I had all the right answers. It's not that I knew how to do it. Um nobody in my family has as many kids as that I do. Um so it, you know Yeah, it's just the way it happened, it was designed to happen the way it did. And it really made me think. Because I couldn't, you know, if I had some sons, I'd have been chopping them in their throat. And it made you and punching them in their chest. And you to
1: be the wonderful, great yeah. man that you are today. That's
0: why I am a communicator. Because I could not hit my daughters in their throat or punch them in their chest. I had to.
1: Well, why you had to change your voice like that? Because I always say that. If I didn't have them girls, you No, know, I didn't say why well, you said it, why you changed it? you had to change your I'm voice. I'm just today. saying, if I didn't have them girls, you're right. And so the way I articulate now, and how I think, and what I... Mm, mm, I know you could go on and on and talk about this subject all night. I know, but we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And uh, why are you? So as about you? we wrap it up, mm, this is how I talk. Me. As we wrap it up, you know I be itchy. That's I be itchy, and I do be washing y'all. She washes. I do be itchy. It's that, but um, it's that puzzle.
0: It's the what? The Mary Pausal, the sh- pre-married. Sh- shut she, up, y'all!
1: Shut up! Shut so up! The ahead. That's what she came. Um. For. So listen, to wrap this up, guys, I want to. I have some words from. The man of God's daughters. Yeah. Um, I do. You ready? Oh, Lord, I'm ready. Oh, I think I'm. I do not think you gonna need no tissue. You all right, man of God? You? Ain't I'm all need right. It. You ain't gonna need no tissue. I'm all right. Cause you a G. You the same old G. Okay, so I'm gonna read them. Ain't nothing about me I have though. all of them except for one. Um, but uh, I'm a, so I'm gonna read them to you. It was a last-minute request by me when I thought about Mm. doing it. Of course, you know, I I always keep something up my sleeve. And so the question that I asked, what's one thing you love the most about your dad? And I just told him it didn't have to be long. Um, I just wanted the first thing that came to mind. And so I'll read it. Just It's like I told him, be be short on it because I didn't want to read a whole paragraph. Mm -hmm. They can do that on there on for you later. Didn't I tell you that you can't put that name on there? Go ahead and drink it. Put your hand on it. Thank you. Got me feel like I'm filling up somebody. Why are you rubbing that would you be focused on her and put that cup down so I'm I I'm ready, say, go ahead. I want your I want your t- Total and full yeah, attention. You don't want to try to make me cry. I'm not crying. I, I don't. I, well, but I want it. you to listen. Read them. I'm ready. Okay. Go. Oh, Jesus. So the question was, what's one thing you loved most? What's one thing you love most about your dad? Because I think that you they would have a lot to say. So I'll go in order of birth. Okay? All right. Brianna is first. She said, I love that he's understanding and he's an open book. I can literally call him and talk about anything. That's from Brianna. And then Paige was next. She said, the one thing I love about dad is his sound mind. Any and everything that comes up, good or bad, he breaks it down, makes it make sense, and reminds us, and reminds you or her to keep God in the midst. Hmm. That was Paige. And so this is Who's next? Bridget. Bridget says, um, I love how he's shown and still shows all his girls unconditional love. Because of that, I knew at a very young age what the standard was for me and expected nothing less out of any of my relationships. Um, And she just checked with me to make sure that she correlated that right if it made sense and so I told her it did so that's from Bridget Mm. and then Brittany says uh, I love that he is present he has always been there no matter what he has always showed up for us never knew a time without him he never missed a beat he's just a solid man all around Mm. I love the guy and then, you know, Boney is more of action. She, you know, big water got a lot of words. Big talker. She says, I love that he is understanding in every situation. And so in all those things, I hear all of the things that we talked about. Yeah. Uh echoed that they have grabbed um and gravitated to and that they think about you. It's it it all lines up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With from being there and being solid and being understanding and being loving and, you know, leading them to, you know, always turning them back to Christ. And so all of that is echoed through there, you know. And so, like I said, what's most important, I think, for me is that even when you didn't get it right or you may not have, you know, you gave them, again, I think something that I echoed to you when you asked me a question uh, when you interviewed me about the anthology that I was a part of, and you know you told I told you for that question that you asked me, I remember telling you I gave them what I had, yeah, and so you did. And as you got it, you gave it. yeah, you know, as we got it, we gave it. And so you know, I think I always tell you this every year, but especially around Father's Day, and whenever I think about it, literally, I think I say, it, but thanks for staying, Mope.
0: thanks for we're better.
1: We're better because of it. Yeah. I yeah, wouldn't have had it. Most definitely. Um,
0: and like I said, I I having you and them girls in my life motivated me to become a better man. It was a huge... Y'all were a huge part of why I wanted to become better.
1: Amen.
0: I wanted to become better for myself, but to be a, a leader and a, a good role model, and whatever I needed to be at the time, whatever season, I just needed to be good. I didn't get it right all the time, and I made a lot of mistakes. And like you said, I, I shared them with them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but at the end of the day, my good outweighed my bad. Yeah absolutely and I, at 51 I can say that my good yeah. I weigh my bad and the older I got the wiser I got the closer I got to God the more consistent I am in doing that and it takes no effort at all no energy to be a good man to you autumn them girls a good daddy to them girls and a good father in love to my son in love cause they like my sons as well yeah so, and then these grandbabies, it's just icing on the cake. Yeah. It's just the icing on the cake, man. So, I'm looking for many, many, many years to come. More grandbabies. Amen. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Keep being great people. Keep building this legacy.
1: Build it.
0: Yeah. Amen. We're going to keep pushing. So, from me to every father out there, mm-hmm. daddy, father. Not sperm donor. Daddy, father. For everyone out there. Even the daddies, the men who don't have biological kids. But you take men up under your wings. Boys up under your wings. All 'all, y'all. Y'all matter. Happy Father's Day. Day. You take children up under your wings because you care. Happy Father's Day to all of y'all. And my prayer is that you will be blessed abundantly. Above all you can think or ask. And it will be the things that, that mean a lot. Not the monetary stuff, not the yeah. gifts, but that time. the time that you put in right. to spend with them, that it will come back to you double. They will spend time with you. They will come home. They will sit down with you. They will laugh with you. They will come eat dinner. A lot of kids, they leave once they leave their mom and daddy, they don't come back home. We ain't got that story. Our kids will come here. They will come home. Well, all of them got homes now. They will come to our home. So, happy Father's Day. I hope y'all have a great day tomorrow. Um, And honor, you know, wives, honor your husbands for being great fathers. Just honor. (coughs) She don't want that because I said she ain't my mama.
1: (laughs) In, in the episode but this an honor in the episode I, but I honor you <laughs> you do I honor you, do. you but I oh, honor you, do. you
0: daily you do so <laughs> I'm talking about to the ones who don't do that for Father's Day until Father's Day in the
1: episode
0: <laughs> this has been before I get myself little, this has been <laughs> with the I am your man John the junior Jr. I'm his wife Deidre and we something like ordinary couple with extraordinary purpose. Peace out, y'all.
1: Good night. Good day.